The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, Jaylen Nye. Okay, 3.30, we're going yeah. to talk with Rob Roach from ATB Financial. That's right. It's the hoot. Oh, oh, I missed my cue there. Apologize. So I mentioned uh, just before the news mm-hmm. that Honolulu had a new bill. So they've actually passed this uh this legislation it was on Wednesday. It's uh, what's described as an ambitious effort to make Hawaii streets safer. The Honolulu City Council passed a bill that prohibits pedestrians from staring at their cell phones while walking so across no, the street. Okay. So you can, which is probably in some you know some cases maybe a smart idea. You see all those videos of people falling into. Absolutely. Into ponds or into, you know, water fountains in the mall, bumping into people, getting hit by cars. It's definitely a hazard, but it's kind of one of those things where I'm not not sure if you can legislate stupid, right? So uh, according to CNN, the fine will be anywhere from $15 to $99 if you're caught crossing a street while looking at your phone, unless it's a 911-worthy emergency. So, you know, yeah, it's one of those things. That's not the reason I bring it up. It is one of those things where, yeah, you shouldn't be walking around staring at your phone because you're going to get yourself hit by a car because, you know, drivers are no better. So, um, but the other part of the article is what grabbed my attention because (laughs) the writer of the article sort of mused that, well, if you're going to start legislating these kind of petty laws, there are other laws that probably should be legislated as well. And the reason I like the article is because here's this writer in, you know, wherever, Honolulu, talking about, you know, what people do that bug him, sort of pet peevish, you know, what do people call that? First world problems uh-huh. kind of uh, things. But many of them are like, you hear them and go, God, yeah. yeah. Um, don't take up the entire sidewalk with your squad when people are trying to pass. <laughs> that is such a, whenever we see that at the mall, the, you know, whoever I'm with will always, any combination of the four of us, one will turn to the other and go, oh, look, the Oblivious family is Mm -hmm. out, right? They just walk side by side slowly. Take up the whole area. Yeah, and and people are trying to get by them. Excuse me. And You need to be aware of your surroundings. Yes. And and let's, you know, make things... (laughs) It's like driving on the QE2. Let's make it flow <laughs> yeah. better for everybody. And not, uh, I don't think, I haven't got through all eight of these ideas, but that also, when you say be aware of your surroundings, includes if you're wearing a backpack, for example, and you're walking in a public place, particularly an airline, uh, be aware that you're about a foot yeah. wider than you used uh-huh. to be. Been hit or by you so have many a gigantic purse, or or right. or yes. Uh, also uh, suggested, uh, don't you dare eat food in a way <laughs> that was not intended to be eating. Uh, so, in other words, no eating pizza crust first. No ice cubes in your cereal. Who puts ice cubes in their cereal? <laughs> it's been done. Why? Uh, not. I don't know about cereal, but I've certainly put. The kids used to mock me for this, but I I would microwave their chicken noodle soup or whatever. And then put an ice cube in it to bring oh, it down it's too to hot. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Eat eat, eat whatever way you want. Come sure. on. That folks. one I'm not gonna. You, if you want to start at the crust with your pizza, go for you it. I'm not a... sure why you would, but go for it. You want to eat a chocolate bar with a knife and fork? Whatever. That's blows fine. your skirt up. Uh, no leaving shopping carts in parking Come on. spots. 
instead of taking the 40 seconds to return them. Agreed. All the time. It happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know it. You've seen it. And you probably have done it. I think uh, probably at least once in your life you've done it. It's like, I just yeah. got to get going. It's too far or whatever. But it's it's not. It's it is annoying. 15 seconds. Um, don't, sta- oh. don't stand <laughs> over the yellow line at airport baggage claim. Wait for your luggage. A respectable okay. distance away from the just belt. Just send one person yeah. from the family up to the line. Yeah. And everyone else just stand back. It's, again, it's the perfect description, illustration of yes. sheeple. Right. Everyone just, everyone got up there, got up there, ooh, got to get up. <sighs> they get stand, the and there, there's the one guy or girl that stands right where it drops, mm-hmm. and he just stands right there. Like, he just wants to get, Oops. he or she wants to get the bag immediately, yeah. right? But you're better off for the 10 seconds it takes to go, to walk down the line, stand back. You can see it come Why down. Why are you better off, though? Because then you don't have to turn around and try and muscle past. He doesn't everybody. care. He's got his luggage. He's out the door ten seconds faster than anyone else. But you're not being a jerk because everybody wants to get their luggage. Until well, why it... is that being a jerk? Everyone needs a place to stand. Wait a minute. Are you? No, I'm not. I'm just asking questions. Because that could be a deal breaker. We've no, put up with a lot no. with each other. We've no. gone through a lot, but that yeah. might be a no, deal breaker. No, the baggage for me. carousel line drives me bonkers. Me as well. Just, just stand back. Just, yes. I'm talking about the guy who like. I'm not saying stands back behind the yellow line where the. Luggage no. drops. I'm saying the guy who like stands right there, foot up on the carousel, like he's got to see every bag as it comes down. Um, no listening to audio in public places without headphones. Agreed. Same goes for having conversations on speaker phones. Oh, jeez, I hate that. Even the guys who put the earbuds in, but they're talking, they're having their telephone conversation behind you in a line somewhere. Um, we mentioned this earlier, but posting spoilers online, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning gym equipment after you use it. These are all suggested laws if we want to get You must clean gym equipment after sweating all over the place. So wipe it down, folks. And number eight, for whatever reason, is also a pet peeve of mine. See it every day, annoys me, and actually point it out to the cashier. But cashiers who hand you change on top of bills <laughs> so that it slides off, right? Oh. They're two different shapes, two different weights, two different sizes. They don't go together. And in a drive through you're typically one hand on the wheel and one hand out the window to get your coffee. And you know your change, and then here's this. Oh, it's it's a pet peeve Monday. Apparently, last Friday was feel good Friday. <laughs> Today is pet peeve Monday. Richard and Jed are on the phone. Richard, we'll start with you. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Long time. Yeah, it's been a while. How are things in Colin Lake today? Pretty good. Raining good. off and on. <laughs> yeah, so I broke the rule and cut my grass while it was raining. Uh oh. Uh oh. There's probably a law yeah, against that. I call it modern day natural selection. If you want to cross the uh, street or walk down a railway track with your uh, earbuds in and you're facing your phone, well then, yeah. You know, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that as the second I saw this article. I thought, well, that'll sort of weed out the herd a little bit, won't it? Uh-huh. But but then the problem is it becomes my problem, right? Like somebody just steps out against a red light with their, you know, and I got to screech on the brakes and the guy behind me hits me and, you know, yeah. sometimes it's not. Richard, what's yeah. your pet peeve? What are those little tiny is, pet peeves? When I'm in a coffee shop or I'm getting an order of takeout food, like say in a food court, the person giving me my food coughs all over their hands and then hands me my food. Mm. Uh, and it, it happens a lot. And it's like, I don't take the food. I'll say, sorry, you just coughed all over your hands. Thanks. You know, but no thanks. <laughs> Richard, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you today. How about this one uh, from Marion says, how about when you're in a lineup and the person behind you feels they need to be right up against you? Mm-hmm. You won't get to the teller any faster. 
Yeah, and I've seen this, uh, this texture says in Vancouver, but I've seen it in Toronto as well. In Vancouver, people standing still on an escalator stay right so people can walk by. They do that in Toronto, too. They actually had an ad campaign mm-hmm. for it. Stand those, to the right, wa- walk to the left. moving sidewalks? The moving yeah. sidewalks yeah. in airports? Get Same over. Thing. Yeah. Get over. Hey, Jed. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? My mom, my mom used to have a pet peeve about elbows on the table. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter whether they were in a restaurant, in the house, or whatever. She didn't care. My mom is an honorary old lady, and she just walked around. And I'll never forget it. We're at a fairly high-class restaurant, and a couple of my cousins were sitting there, and they had their chins on their hands and their elbows on the table, and all of a sudden you hear my mom going, Mabel, Mabel, good Mabel, and she's got this knife in her hand, and she's slinging it like a little hatchet, get your elbows off the table, and she'll catch you right in the funny bone. And, <laughs> and she would, you could, you could, I swear, you, you could bring people over for dinner. <laughs> Mabel, Mabel, good Mabel. Get your elbows off the table. Never heard oh, that before. So I have. Oh, My mom used to you. say it. Another so, one I seen uh, about two weeks ago. I was at a McDonald's for dinner. And I seen this girl. She had a pop cup in one hand. And I don't know why, but she took the straw in the wrapper. She bit the wrapper paper, pulled it out bit the straw and put it in the person's cup and handed the cup to the lady and the lady just looked at her oh and walked away <laughs> anyway do you oh, know guys thank Thanks, you Jed. i was yeah, at a okay. i was at a kfc one time where a guy's holding a baby and it was back when the straws were not wrapped in paper mm-hmm. so he's got the baby sort of like off the to the side the yeah the baby was grabbing straws sticking them in her nose and her mouth and putting them back in the container again like did several of them in a row and finally i just said to the guy your baby's i told him what was happening i don't want any of those straws mm-hmm. now i told him what was happening he was like oh babies hey you gotta watch them all the time and I'm like, yes you do have to watch them all the time um, pet peeve, disrespectful kids. Cause mm. says, contrary to popular opinion, wiping down gym equipment doesn't remove all the germs. No, but it will wipe a layer of sweaty sweat sweat mm-hmm, off. For sure. And your stank. Uh, <laughs> Dean says, what doesn't bug me? Uh, at an Edmonton airport, a guy tried to steal my suitcase. He grabbed off the carousel and ran for the door. That is why you need to be up front. That's from Steve. Yeah, but you can keep an eye on it. We're talking about people having to reach between other people to get to their suitcase, right? I had somebody in Victoria do that to me. A little Asian lady grabbed my very distinctive bright yellow suitcase, just grabbed it and headed for the door, and I chased her down and got it back, and she actually did own a very distinctive... She thought it was hers. She thought it was hers, but didn't check the luggage tag. Hey, Bill, what's your pet peeve? Oh, mine... When you go to the sub shop for lunch and somebody has sent someone who has never, ever bought a sub in their life to order nine subs. Not only does nine subs slow it down, but somebody who's going, um, I'll have a... And they're looking up at the menu board, they're looking yeah. down at the list, and it's like, really? Yeah. Or, you know, while we're on the topic of things at lunch, banks that send their tellers for lunch at lunch... I mean, that's when we've got our break to go do our banking really quickly. Don't send your tellers then. Send them at 11 or 1. Staggered a little bit. Yeah. Oh, there he's going. Hang up already. Hey, Curtis. Hey, how are you? Good. What's going on? That's good. My thing is dealing with when you say you're going to the drive-thru, Tim Hortons especially, or, you know, you're phoning your phone company and the person on the other end can't barely speak English, can't barely talk to you. 
just drives me nuts. Why, why people who can't speak English well or have a really heavy accent shouldn't be put in the spot where they got to deal with customers on a daily basis, yeah, right? Yeah, it is annoying. I, I know. You, I it's, one of the challenges, though, is finding people who yeah. want to do those jobs. Yeah. I mean, it, Curtis, that, turn down your radio yeah. there. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I do find that annoying, mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, companies have packaged it out to yeah. another, you country? know, call center oh, yeah. in another country or whatever, but yeah, I find that really annoying. When I'm trying to explain something really simple, and I'm repeating myself over and over, and then I don't understand the answer, right? And then if you yeah, complain you about it, you're a big old racist, right? But... Yeah. Thanks for the call, Curtis. Yeah, you're not alone on on that one. And I I have um I have difficulties uh, understanding um, accents. Mm-hmm. Some some of them very difficult. My my grandmother's British, and I had troubles understanding what she said a lot of the time. She was you know, for my family. Yeah, I was yeah. around her a lot. So some people just pick things up a little bit easier and a little quicker. Yeah. but it's hard. Uh, we were talking about uh, one of our callers had said that somebody who sneezed on their hands and then handed them their food. I saw the absolute apex, the absolute epitome of that in uh, Tim Hortons in Hamilton, and late at night, open twenty four hours. And my buddy and I went in, and there was a lady working there, and she had only one arm. So she's good for Tim Hortons. Like she, They've hired this woman, so she's only got one arm. So she had sort of a part of a arm on one side, just a small part. So we order our food. So she goes over and pours the coffees, and then he had ordered like a Danish or something. I don't know. So both of us honestly were like uh, I wonder how she does this right so she went over and she brought the one coffee over and set it down and then she went back and she looked at the two and she took the Danish and put it under her arm and then grabbed the coffee with her hand and brought it to us and my friend was like I'm not eating that and she was like well what do you want me to do like I have one arm like, and, he, and he was like I want you to make more than one trip and she was really and this is years ago so this is long before we all had to be so politically correct but she was really put out that he was questioning that but really i mean no i'm not eating anything that someone has stuck in your armpit no no We've been talking about pet peeves. There's a lot of them, some good ones, uh, getting some great texts, some great calls. We got an email as well, um, not related to this topic, but falls into this topic. Yeah, It was from JJ, and JJ says, um, My gripe isn't about city workers, but about lazy dog owners. Me and my wife and our dog were walking our two dogs in Hermitage Park today, Sunday, when we noticed the amount of dog poo that was left behind by the owners. It was unreal, horrendous. Some of the poo left was from quite large dogs, and some of it on a path, and some of it even in the car park, one of which my daughter stepped in because it was right beside a car. It's not as if there's no bags for people to use, and rule number six clearly states, please clean up after your dog. It's just really frustrating when conscientious walkers like me carry bags and clean up after our dogs. But then you see poo, some the size of baseballs, left to bake in the sun and cause nasty smells and attract flies. I think there should be a park warden to keep an eye on people walking dogs and have the power to find anybody who walks off leaving their dog's poo behind. That was JJ's peeve. I agree. It used to be the worst part of walking the dog, and when Jack 
you know, Jack was a big uh, Bernie's Mountain Dog. He left some, yeah, you know, pretty big prizes for us. But we always cleaned them up and, and always had always had bags. You know, always. whether it was Safeway bags or the poo pickup bags or at any of the dog walking yeah. parks, like at Terwilliger, they always have. That's right. And sometimes they're out, but bring your own. Well, we had uh, an attachment. We bought it like PetSmart or something mm-hmm. that looked like a fire hydrant, but yeah. stuffed inside were like a hundred little bags, and it went on his leash. Yeah. So as long as you had him his leash, you always had bags. Right, but yeah, I see it. And don't you now, when you see somebody walking a dog and they stop, don't you kind of keep an eye on it? Yes. Like, are they going to clean that mm-hmm. up? Would you say something if they didn't? Yeah. Yeah. I told you about the time I was so impressed with this guy. We saw a guy outside our house walking down the street. Didn't know him, not a neighbor, um, but apparently lived in the neighborhood because he was walking down our street with the dog. Dog did his business, and he kept going. And I told Carol, like, can you believe this guy, blah, 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 blah. About 10 minutes later, a car races up, and the guy gets out and cleans up the, mm-hmm. the, the mess. And he sees me on the porch looking at him, and he's like, I was out of bags. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He normally does twice, and that's it. I brought three bags, but yeah. he did it four yeah. times. But he actually went home with the dog, got in the car, and drove back to back. clean it up. Yeah, good. But good for you. doesn't even live on that street. And, you know, the one message that Brian Anderson wanted to get across, and I repeated it after he left last week, was that we're all responsible for this city. We're all responsible for doing things to improve the city. And that's a small thing you can do mm-hmm. that would make Edmonton a better city. Well, and then that goes back to, you know, cats are allowed to free mm-hmm. roam. Um, and, you know, pooing in your flower bed or you know, skulking around in your backyard, digging things up. It's, yeah. That drives me nuts, too. Well, we've limited our uh, monkey's access to... Uh, he won't go anywhere now except the front porch. He likes to go out on the front porch and just lay there in the sun. So we still sort of limit it to when we can keep an eye on what's going on, but that's, yeah, that's as far as he goes. But as a result of that, he's got an appointment tomorrow for all his shots. If you if you have nothing but house cats, you don't necessarily have to mm-hmm. get the needles. But because he goes out, all the cats have to get needles now. All right, whatever. We're doing that as well. Get off the wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, So, Sally, we do need patrols to ensure that poop is picked up. We have three dogs, and we pick up a lot of it. We never leave it behind. Hmm. Naha says, you know, the vast majority of pet owners do clean up after themselves. They do. And I would say, yeah, that's you're right. A lot of them do, and it's the ones that don't that make it bad for absolutely everybody. We've all been there. We've all stepped in it. We've all Mm. had a dog roll in it or whatever it is. Oh, that's the worst. That is the worst. Mm, Tell me about it. Yeah. That or your child rolls in it. (laughs) That's, oh, Uh. yeah, that's a bad day for everybody. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, 327 on this uh, Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We have tickets to Yes to give away this afternoon, so we'll do that coming up. On the other side of the 3.30 News, Rob Roach will join us from ATB Financial talking about trade, Mm. about the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and um, why we should give a hoot about what's going on and, and how the fact that the United States has pulled out might be beneficial for Canada. We'll break it all down coming up. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.